Proactive Athletes is the premier place that empowers student athletes to overcome the challenges of college sports recruitment. Their unparalleled expertise and influential network will guide you towards realizing your fullest potential. At Proactive Athletes, they understand that each student athlete is unique, facing their own set of obstacles. That's why their dedicated team takes the time to comprehend your individual needs, providing a comprehensive hands-on approach tailored to your success. With their personalized attention and unwavering support, they ensure your satisfaction every step of the way. Through their vast network, they have successfully connected with over 2.3 million coaches, giving your child's profile the exposure it deserves. In fact, their student-athletes' profiles have been viewed by an astounding 716,000 coaches, solidifying their reputation as the go-to platform for recruitment. What sets them apart is their data-driven approach, allowing them to make informed decisions that result in better outcomes for their student-athletes. By harnessing the power of data, they maximize your child's chances of success as they embark on the next chapter of their athletic journey. Join the ranks of proactive athletes and unlock your true potential. Let them amplify your talent, connect you with coaches that want you but may not have known about you, and pave the way for your future success. Together, they will defy the odds and ensure that your dreams become a reality. Don't wait any longer. Get proactive in your child's recruitment process today by visiting proactiveathletes.com. And make sure you use Shark Effect 10 for 10% off. When you're a leader, you got to connect. You got to connect with your athlete, with your teammate, or whatever that looks like to you. But when you're in a person in authority and you're the leader, you, you have to be the one that makes the connection. When you make that connection, people are more apt to be able to take that feedback. It's intercepted. Welcome to the Shark Effect. I'm your host, Alex Molden. I'm a former NFL veteran, and now I'm a leadership and personal development speaker and coach. In this podcast, you will hear inspirational and humorous stories from leaders of all walks of life, from current and former professional athletes, coaches, authors, experts, executives, and successful business owners. Discover how these leaders not only overcame obstacles, but also learned core principles that led to their success when leading others. So we've been watching this new show on Netflix. It's one of the most popular shows right now. Um, and it's called The Queen's Gambit. And it's, it's pretty intriguing because it's, I never thought I'd be watching a show about some some young teenage girl playing uh, chess. But it's pretty interesting because how she first started off was reading books. So she she read books and magazines, and then she got this uh, instructor who was, you know, he worked maintenance in the boarding school that, that she went to. And he would only give her a certain amount of information and she just would run with it and she would get back into reading her books on chess and whatnot. Well, he would give her feedback. He would give her feedback about her chess moves and it kind of opened her up. It gave her some insights 
And to the point, like, she was a genius within, I don't know how long it took, maybe less than a month, but she became, like, extraordinary. And I'm telling this story because when I first started playing football, I didn't know about football. I didn't watch it at home. We didn't watch it on TV. But I wanted to learn about it because all the the guys in my neighborhood was playing outside. And they would say all the guys' names, you know, all the pro players. And I didn't know who these guys were. So, and they would say what positions they were. And I was embarrassed. So I was like, okay, I need to find out some, I, I, I got to get knowledge. And so we had a encyclopedia, uh, Britannica. So I, for all my, my young folks who never grew up with an encyclopedia in your house, it's these books that from A to Z and it had all type of information. All to, you know, when you had to write book reports or, or not book reports, when you had to write reports on certain things, that was your go-to. So I looked in, you know, the encyclopedia, the F, and I looked and looked up football and it started to give me information, you know, on the different positions and what the responsibilities and the roles and all that good stuff. And so I took that and I ran with it. But when I started getting feedback, and I didn't get feedback until I finally started to play, like organize with the coaches and whatnot. I didn't start to do that until eighth grade. But I started getting feedback. And the first time I got feedback, it stung. Like it really, like it, it hurt. Because I thought that I was doing everything correct. But I wasn't. And so I had to get that correction. Well, you know, as you advance in anything, feedback becomes the key. And my ego, as we started getting, or as I started growing older and more mature and playing and getting more knowledge of this game, the feedback started to become kind of numb. Like I wouldn't, my ego would be set aside and I would be, okay, I got to get this. Okay, yep, I'm taking in this information. I'm doing this, I'm doing this right. I'm doing this wrong. I can do this better. So-and-so from these coaches, you start to really understand how crucial feedback is to your growth or your development. Well, kept, you know, kept going on through college, getting the feedback, applying it, getting more feedback. So it's like every day it's a feedback because it's not just, it doesn't just happen when in practice, but also when you sit down after practice and you're watching the film and, you know, like they say, the eye in the sky, it does not lie. So watching myself and getting to the league, start doing that more and more. And I start to understand a little bit more about feedback when I got to, um, to my last year, I got to my last year and I was with the Detroit Lions. I was the, you know, they signed me right after the first game. So I was the last guy in. And this, uh, the DB coach, I'm not going to say his name, but the DB coach, like, he was just, I don't know, man, we didn't, we didn't have a connection. He it really hit me one time, and this was early on, maybe like my first day or two in practice. And I didn't know the culture of the Lions. And on different teams, 
there's different teams, there's different type of cultures, like how you how you work, how you do things. And so I was coming from the culture of San Diego, which was different than the Lions. And I remember getting an interception in practice, and I got it. And, you know, I was falling down and fell down, and I got up, and I started to run back. And he got all in my grill, like in my face, telling to sprint. And I was like, okay, I didn't know how you guys ran your practices. It would have been great to know, you know, to get the expectations, but okay, I'm, I, I, I got it. I got it now. But it just seemed like I couldn't get over that hump. And I figured it out. It's like, man, we didn't have, there wasn't a connection. And when you have a connection as someone, right? Because I didn't pick that, I didn't pick that relationship. That relationship was put on me. It's a different, it, it's, it's different when you have a relationship or you choose to have a relationship with somebody who can give you feedback, right? My coaching clients, they chose to have a relationship with me. I chose them as well. And I give them feedback. Like I help them. I advise them on certain things that's happening in their life and how they show up. So there's a difference between choosing a relationship and being in one that is put on you. When you go to a job, you get the job interview, you get the get the job and you go to work and then you have a supervisor, you have a boss, you have a manager. That relationship was put on you. Right. Just like that coach, that relationship was put on me. Now, it's up to me and my character to be able to take the take the feedback, take the learnings that are teaching me to do my job a certain way. Certain so expectations would be fantastic. So then it wouldn't I wouldn't run into that making a play. I think I'm doing something good and it's not just it's not good enough. So the point I'm making, I want you to write this down. If you're sitting down or if you're in the car, just make a note of it. When you're a leader, you gotta connect. You gotta connect with your athlete, with your teammate, or what Whatever that, that looks like to you, but when you're in a person in authority and you're the leader, you, you have to be the one that makes the connection. When you make that connection, people are more apt to be able to take that feedback. So I, just, I want you to be mindful of trying to make that connection. Well, well, how do you do that, Alex? It's simple. You get to know them. You ask questions. Open-ended questions where they're from, their last employer, how did they treat them? Did you like your job? What was the good and the bad of it? What do you do outside of your, your job? How's your family? Get to know them. That's how you start to build a connection. Like, really, get to know them. And then they'll be more apt to, to take your feedback and then apply it. And on the flip side, when you are getting that feedback, when you, when you don't choose that relationship, when they give you feedback, don't take it personal. I took it personal. And I was offended. <laughs> I was offended. 
by the way he he gave me that feedback. But I I should have did a better job of understanding this to make our team better. It was to make all culture because the the Lions just kind of like what they are now. They're not winning, so they're doing anything and everything to improve that culture and get that culture of winning. So I get it why they got on me, why the coach got on me. It would have been phenomenal if one of my teammates beforehand, hey, I don't know where you're from, man, but when we practice, man, we we go at this tempo all the time. And even to take it another step farther, I should have <laughs> I should have asked that question. Hey, how's the tempo? How do you guys go with practice? Is it like half speed, three quarters? I should have I should have did a better job of asking the, what to expect, like my first day or first week on the job. It's so important when you think about relationships with people that you want to lead you somewhere, whether it's, a, like I said, it's a coach or personal development, leadership, life coach, whatever, you get to choose that relationship and you can be able to get that type of feedback. But when you're not or you don't get to choose that, you have to be, you just got to take a step out and ask questions. What are the expectations? Here's another quick story. When I was starting off 15 years ago, when I got a job as a personal trainer at Nike World Headquarters, I was brought in. They wanted me to teach this boxing class. I don't know anything about boxing. I mean, I can throw it. I take that back. I know a little bit. I know a little bit. I know I throw a jab and a cross and a hook and all that stuff and at least look athletic. Well, my boss at the time, she wanted me to take over this boxing class. They wanted to have more of a, a male presence. And so I did it. And she told me kind of like the groundwork of how the class should operate. And I can add little pieces to it and whatnot. And I was like, all right, cool. So I was I was in there. I was killing it. I thought I was. I mean, I'm in there for like a week or maybe two weeks and I'm teaching it and I'm, I'm you know, teaching a class. and I'm doing a class and whatnot. And I think I'm doing a bang up job. And, you know, my my supervisor, she tells me, hey, I'm going to come just watch. I'm just going to come and watch your class and I can give you some feedback that can possibly help you. I said, oh, phenomenal. Sounds great. And she did, and she came, and I was doing what I normally do in, in the class. And then afterwards, she said, Alex, let me give you some feedback. And so those same type of, I don't know, if butterflies or anxiety that I felt in my belly, it started, to, you know, from my days of playing ball, it started to come up again. And it was my ego. And so she told me, and she did a phenomenal job couple of things. Number one, we have been talking back and forth since I got there. Like almost on a daily uh, clip where we talked more than just training and the Nike culture, but we started asking questions about, you know, how they, where they're from. She asked me questions outside of football and outside of training. So we kind of had a, we had this relationship. And so when she told me, she said, Alex, when you're teaching a class, you are in authority. You cannot be taking the class to. 
I didn't know that. I I thought I was supposed to be boxing and doing all this stuff too. <laughs> he said, no, Alex, you're not supposed to be taking the class too. You're supposed to lead it. But that was a big, you know, because I, I never even took in a group fitness class before, let alone coach it or teach it. So this was brand new to me. And it set me apart, right? When you were, you're supposed to be the leader. You supposed, <laughs> I thought I was just, I thought I was kind of leading. I thought I was leading, but I was actually just, I was doing the class and I was like kind of uh, like a co-leader, I guess. I wasn't pictured or looked at as a leader. So anyway, she gave me that feedback and it really helped me out. I had to put my ego aside and know that it was coming from a good place. She wanted me to become better. She wanted me to become better. And I did. And I've been teaching that class for like 10 years. And it was one of the best classes on campus. But I wouldn't have gotten to that place without feedback. So here's the takeaways. Knowledge is great, right? Just like the the girl on the Queen's Gambit, you know, myself with reading encyclopedias and trying to figure out what football is. Knowledge is great. But when you get feedback, when you get feedback from a coach, a mentor, somebody who has been where you want to go, that's like that's like getting a jetpack put on your back. It can supercharge you. It can get you where you want to go faster when you get feedback. Here's the second thing, takeaway. You got to put your ego aside. You have to put your ego aside when you're getting feedback. And understand like that person is doing it to help you, which in tune will help the team whatever team that looks like for you. Sometimes my wife gives me feedback. <laughs> for real, gives me gives me feedback on how I'm showing up. And it's good, I need that from time to time. Here's the third thing. When you are in that position of leadership and you're giving feedback, before you do that, try to make that connection. Get to know who your employees are or your subordinates, whatever you want to call them, but make a connection first because when you make that connection first, that feedback will will go a little bit deeper. You don't want to be, I guess, like like I was when I got to Detroit. I didn't have a any type of connection with that DB coach, and I actually I hated him. And because it was like the second day of practice, the dude was yelling at me. And I had an ego, I'm not going to lie, but I would have been, I had plenty of coaches yell at me, but we had a connection. We didn't have a connection. I don't hate them anymore, you know, but also, you know, think about when you're in that leadership role, man, let people know what the expectations are sooner rather than later. Okay. So, hey, Thank you once again for being a a valued listener to the Shark Effect. It's a joy to be able to come here and and hear the the feedback 
from my listeners of what they're, you know, what they're learning, what they taking away from each and every episode, and not just from me, but from my, from my, my guests that come on from time to time. It's, it's great. I get inspired by listening to the different stories or the different takeaways that my phenomenal guests come on and they share with you guys. So this is, um, you know, I look forward to to sharing some knowledge, some of my pitfalls, some of the things that I failed at. And if it can help somebody else get better, then I'm all for it. I'll see you on the other side. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Shark Effect Podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback for us, you can reach me directly at thesharkeffect.com. Thanks for listening. It's here, finally. My book, The Ultimate Playbook for High Achievement. You can get it on Amazon in the uh, paper paperback version, or you can get it on Kindle. And who this book is an in, intentionally created for is for those who are looking tra- to transition, what, whether you was an athlete or an executive or a successful entrepreneur or whatever. If you're looking to transition into something different, this book can help you. I break it down. I lay down the foundation of who you want to be. I have a chapter in there that breaks down and boils down leadership, which is influence. And you got to understand these 10 influencers that can help you with decision making, that can help you with influencing others. And how are you influenced? I have chapters in there that really breaks down my system of assignment, alignment and adjustment. Um, recognizing the power of your environments is a chapter developing your own procedures creating relationship roadmaps using adversity to your advantage right because we all go through tough times but how do you flip it how do you use it to power you okay and then developing your own standards so these are things that can help anybody not just not just athletes now there's some stories in there you know, that covers topics that, that resonate with athletes. But I think overall, this book can help um, anyone who is looking to transition into becoming successful in something new, something different. Okay, so make sure check it out. Amazon, the ultimate playbook for high achievement.